gentlemen. Hey. Hi. How you, how, you had a Hi. big week. <laughs> I think Did that's I an understatement. Did I miss something? Uh, well, <clears throat> it's been hard uh, trying to keep everyone up to date on mm. the goings on in, in the life of, of Jay Rossman these days. So here's your platform. It, it, <laughs> yeah, give me a this microphone. I can finally tell everybody at once. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, man, it was a big week. It was crazy. My daughter was born. Congratulations, sir. Oh, wow. Thank you. Congratulations. Amazing. Can we hear Thank the name you. now? Yeah. Yes, you can. That's right. I'm trying to reel back what, what we talked about last week. So last week, we had a really abbreviated episode, and it was right as I was rushing off to the hospital, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. yep. Yes. You were, you were about ready to pack up and get over to there. Yep. That's right. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, the next morning, Ava Marie Rossman. Ava Marie. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. 8.50 a.m. 8.50 a.m. Ava Marie. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. So, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy because, um, yeah, it, you know, it was supposed to be a normal birth, as most births are. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we're down at Howard County General Hospital. And about Monday evening, my wife Ann was induced. And we knew that, you know, with with Ben, my son, it took about 12 hours from the point that she was induced. So mm -hmm. we, we knew we had some time. We actually, it was very nice, relaxing evening. Um, everything went well. We were actually able to get some sleep Monday night, which was great. Okay. And then Tuesday morning, things were still calm. Uh, so calm, in fact, that I went out and got a bagel sandwich. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and a coffee. So, R I mean, they, things breakfast. were very, like, mm -hmm. laid back. And, you know, I was enjoying myself and... Things started kicking off around 8 or so, and uh, everything was progressing the way it should. And then, you know, there was a couple of nurses in there, started the whole pushing thing, the active mm -hmm, uh, labor. Mm -hmm. And about two pushes in, everything changed. Really? What happened? Well, okay. Yeah, so there were some complications. I won't get into the whole sure. thing, but sure. this was all about 8.45 that all of this started happening. The nurses saw something that they didn't like. The doctor was rushed in. And the, as soon as the doctor got there, she was like, okay, we're going to the OR right now. Wow. Emergency C-section. And I've never seen... I, I don't spend a lot of time in hospitals. Had, I've never... This thank, is 845. 845. 845. Yeah, okay. I've never had emergency surgery. I've never witnessed anything like that. So I've never seen like a medical team in action. Yeah. Like code red. Yeah. This is a big deal. It was amazing, and my hat is off to everyone at Howard County General Hospital. This was like, like a Navy SEALs team in action. You know? Yeah, they unplug her, wheel her into the OR. They say, "Dad, somebody will get you a gown, show you where to go." <laughs> Sit down, <laughs> shut up. Yep. I'm like, mm. okay. <laughs> All right. So yeah, so somebody finally comes in. They're like, "Dad, what are you doing here?" I'm like, "I'm <laughs> waiting for somebody to give me a gown." They rush my wife off to the operating room. Oh, okay. Well, here's your gown. So I'm sitting in there, like fumbling, getting this stupid gown on, getting my hats on, getting my booties on. Mm -hmm. That all happened at eight forty-five. By the time I got in the room, my daughter had been born. Wow! It took Whoa. five minutes for five that entire thing to go push down. To emergency <laughs> cesarean. No Jeez lie, dude. That's yeah. that's wild. So I I walk in and I just see Anne on the table and they're in the middle of all of that. Yeah. Oh. And I didn't know the situation. I didn't know if the do my daughter was okay. I didn't know if she was okay. So I just sit down next to Anne and I'm like, you know, is everything okay? And she was awake and she was fine. But she didn't know if if Ava was okay. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we hear this 
this tiny little cry from over in the corner of the room. Uh, He's like, oh, there's a Yeah. <laughs> so that's the so I ran over and, uh, you know, saw her and, of course, immediately start gushing tears. Yep. I'm over there just bawling my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Daughter is completely fine. Anne's completely fine. Uh, mm, thank God. You know, it, it was the, one of the scariest five minutes of my life up to this point. Um, yeah. But all's well, it ends well. Ava, she got to spend the day with us. And then, you know, we got told towards the end of the day on Tuesday that she had to spend some time in the NICU, which was disappointing because my son had to spend quite a bit of time in the NICU for different reasons. Mm-hmm, so we were kind of down on that so it's been it's been a weird week going back to and from the hospital my wife got discharged on friday Mm -hmm. which was great news which is earlier than expected and she's at home recovering and then just yesterday we got the news that ava could come home from the nicu nice so literally last night was my first night at home with ava so it's been just just a crazy week but just amazing and beautiful and how did life affirming and all that how did ben react like what was has yeah. my son Ben is I, we didn't know we were very kind of hesitant but mm-hmm. he has been such a sweetheart yeah we were sitting there eating lasagna g- given to us by the neighbors last night after mm-hmm. Ava had come home mm-hmm. and Ava's you know and Ava's just in the bassinet just just chilling just snoozing and Ben eats his lasagna and gets up and he's like I'm gonna go talk to Ava and oh. like oh. Okay. So of course we had to like spy on him around the corner. <laughs> right, he doesn't right, know right. we're there. He starts singing to her. Oh, <laughs> Isn't it crazy? You are like, my sunshine. I, and I then, distinctly like, remember. I distinctly remember like having a deeper love for like the older two when they fr- went watching them interact with the with the baby, like yeah. just mm-hmm. being such like a uh, like the pride of like. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. your little sister. You know, it's cool, brother. It's yeah. cool. And uh, yeah, so he was saying, "Hi, I'm Ben. I'm three. You know, you have little hands. And, uh, I've been here about uh, three years. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Still settling Welcome in. aboard. Yeah. <laughs> Great to have you aboard the team. Yeah. Good to have you aboard. Uh, You've got your packet, that's, right? That's, your packet. Yeah, that, that's, that's dad. He'll, you'll get used to him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just ignore him after lunch. If there's any serious issues, mom's over there. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. Precisely. <laughs> Well, oh, man. yeah, that's so great, I think man. you guys are caught news. up now, man. <clears throat> yeah, mm. I ha- actually, um, you know, I was born with a C-section as well. Really? Uh, yeah. You don't reminded right. me. You <laughs> don't right. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's quite an. I mean, I'm sure it was a, an, a crazy experience, and uh, you know, the God bless those um, hospital workers, man, those doctors and nurses, you know, for being able minutes. to pull that off. And may I also give a shout out to your neighbors with the lasagna. Right? Crucial. Oh, that's clutch. <laughs> Dude. That's clutch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Came through in, yeah. in, in a serious yeah. time of need for us. And the meals was delivered. Is, and everyone's just fantastic. Been, yep. Everyone's just been great. It's been awesome. It's oh, been awesome. That's awesome, man. You know, you got live in a community where you can have a safe, you know, beautiful little baby girl. And, yeah. yep. you know, despite all, all the craziness that's happened the last year and a half, you know, and all She the, don't know nothing of that. She don't. She won't know. No. Yeah, she's coming out on the other side. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Right. Awesome. Right on. All right. All right, guys. I'm pumped up. Let's I'm excited. I'm happy. Say we do this. Do this episode. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yes, that's right. This is You Should Check It Check It Out. You should check it out. You should check it out. This is episode 99. 99. Oof. 99. <laughs> 99 problems. <laughs> but this show ain't one. And my name is Jay. I'm Nick. <laughs> and I'm Greg. And uh, gosh, we should probably get some housekeeping out of the way. Next week is going to mm-hmm. be episode 100. Oh, and yes. I don't know. Should we spill you the beans? It? We got something planned. Should we sp- I don't know. I don't Keep know it under wraps. Ah, no, you can. Well, it's gonna. Uh, Greg's in our time zone. I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's drop some hints. Let's let's yeah, leave I, a little mystery. Mm-hmm. The, the, mm-hmm. Forces have aligned. Like the the stars and moons have come into some yeah. kind of alignment. Might mm-hmm. be related to my baby daughter coming into the world. Yeah, just I, throwing that out. That's how the underslept brain thinks. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep. <That's> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Greg is on our time zone. So you know. For those of you who, who don't mean? know, we've been doing this show remotely since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning, yeah. so we yeah, haven't actually seen each other, all three of us, face to face since before episode one. It's kind of crazy. I think it was the Black Rose really tribute show, probably. Yeah, yeah. that might have been it. Wow. Or or, or uh, possibly a Birchmere show. Was that after? Was that, oh, Zappa. I want to say. Yeah. Was that yeah, after? I want to say yeah. it was. Oh, okay. But still, okay. that was ages ago. Because you guys caught me like right before I moved to the West Coast. That's Got right. It. That's right. Yeah. Right. Well, on. anyway, well, Greg, Greg is over <laughs> here now, and uh, you know, we thought we might, if things go well, we might be able to take advantage, and uh, it might be a different feel next week. I think it's going to be okay. a different feel next week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Something special for episode one hundred. Something to look forward to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah. Make sure to tune in for for that one. I mean, come on. Three digits, y'all. <laughs> Started at the bottom. Now we're hey. <laughs> well, Mister Greg. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I think that's enough preamble. What you got for us this right. week, sir? Well, I was trying to to uh, to sort of tangent over with my uh, start at the bottom. Now we're here because mm-hmm. you know I like hip hop. You know I like rap music. Of course, sure. I always have since I got into music. Mm-hmm. I sort of uh, uh, right as I Nirvana started appearing on my radar mm-hmm. at the same time that Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg were coming out. And mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. equally infatuated with both. And so I always, yeah, I kind of go in and out of it though. I don't exclusively listen to it, but try to keep my ear on the ground. And um, like many other genres, I'd focus on like the, I try to focus on what the top 10% of it is, maybe yeah. even 5%, because we know that there's a lot sure. that's not, that's not gonna be very good. Okay. But, uh, no, but that's an important group- clarification because you could take those two genres, merge them, and then fall into some really bad music. So, Exa- yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so every couple of episodes, maybe every ten episodes or so, I like to talk about some something hip hop related. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I figure, you know, I, I always like to have um, some kind of consistency in my in my bits and mm-hmm. what I like to talk about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start calling this anytime I talk about hip hop. I'm gonna call this segment. Wrap it up, and I—I I, I, I didn't put this theme song together, but it's the, this is the theme song. Damn, the science is too tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I, that's a. Was that from Mister Show? Yes. yes. Is that okay. what that was? Yeah. It's Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. It's Bob Odenkirk in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's a very funny oh, bit. Yeah. That was Saul <laughs> rapping. <Yeah>. Yep. Saul <laughs> didn't. Exactly. Damn, that science is tight. <laughs> <laughs> so this segment is called wrap it up and uh today i want to talk about well unfortunately we did we lost someone in the uh hip-hop community the gift of gab, gift of gab he was yeah. uh part of black alicious and best known for this virtuosic rap called alphabet aerobics oh yeah ah. i don't know if you guys have ever heard of that um but i thought as a tribute to gift of gab who unfortunately passed away. I think it was because of complications due to a liver transplant at age mm-hmm. 50. Yeah. So rest in peace. But in tribute, I thought we would maybe play this really unique yeah. rap verse and uh, talk about it and maybe, you know, get into it a little bit with me. Come on, boys. Cool. Awesome. This one just falls right over the line of like how long it is, but I think we got to play the whole thing for completeness sake. Let's do it. As long as you don't think it's going to get us booted. Roll the dice. <laughs> well, there's one way to find out. That's true. Now it's time for our wrap-up. Let's give it everything we've got. Ready? Begin. Artificial amateurs aren't it all amazing. Analytically, I assault, animate things. Broken barriers bounded by the bomb beat. Buildings are broken, basically I'm bombarding. Casually create catastrophes, casualties canceling. Cats got the canopies collapsing. Detonate a diamond tank daily doing dope. Demonstrations, Don Dada on the down low. Eating other editors with each and every energetic, epileptic episode, elevated etiquette. Furious, fat, fabulous, fantastic. Flurries of funk felt feeding the fanatics gift got great global goods gone glorious getting godly in this game with the glorious hit him high hella hype historic old hey holocaust hymns hear him holler at your homeboy imitators idolize i intimidate in an instant i'll rise in an irate state juiced on my jams like jerry curls jocking joints justly it's just me writing my journals kindly i'm kindling all kinds of king kong karate kick type rits in my kingdom let me live along like lyrically lessons is learned lame louses just lose to my leverage my mind makes marvelous moves masses Marvel and move, many mock what I've mastered. Snap, knowing I'm nice naturally. Knack, never lack, make noise nationally. Operation, opposition, off, not optional. Out of sight, out of mind, widening opticals. Perfective poems, powerful punchlines, pummeling, petty powder puffs in my primes. White quaint posts keep quiet as quantum. Quarrelers ain't got a quarter of a we gotta. Really raw raps, rising up rapidly, riding the rushing radioactivity. Super scientific, old sound, search thought. Silencing, superfied saps that are soft. Tales ten times talented, too tough. Take that, challengers, get a tune up. Universal, unique, untouched, unadulterated. The Raw, uncut, verb by smart, victorious, valid, violate vibes that are vain, make them vanish. While I'm all well, what a wise word, Smith just weaving up words, weeded up on my work shift, Xerox, my x radiation grows extra large, x height letters, it's xylophone tones, yellow back, jack mouth, young ones, y'all. Yesterday's lawn yard, cell I yawn, zigzag zombies, zoom into the zenith, zero wins and thoughts over zealous rhymes, Z lot. <laughs> Good. Can you say it faster? <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I yeah, think man. I I I could be wrong on this, but I remember hearing that very distinctly. My, you know, as most good music was introduced to me our first year at, in college in two thousand, mm-hmm. and I go. think it was introduced to me by Rye Dog. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. so. Was it? I think so. Ryan, wow, we got to get in <laughs> touch with that guy. I don't have his info, or I'm friends with him on Facebook. I'll have to. We'll have to have him on. Oh sometime. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. But yeah, that that is such a cool track. I love that. But I wouldn't mind just talking about, you know, just breaking down some of these. Like, pick, pick a letter, Nick. Uh, let's do R. Okay, R. So for R, he says, 
really raw raps rising up rapidly, which is actually the the placement of rapidly. Mm-hmm. When you go back and listen to it, it's like kind of right at a point where it just went up another gear. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like it tempo. just sped up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then it says riding the rushing radioactivity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just every each each letter here is just another banger. You know, mm-hmm. each couplet, each yeah. couplet. Yeah, which almost all of these, yeah, pretty much all of them are are couplets. So, I what's don't know, the one man, for I just, what's the one for I? I he says imitators idolize, I intimidate. In an instant, I'll rise in an irate state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just um, there's a famous uh, or sort of a viral YouTube thing from maybe like seven years ago where. Um, I don't Radcliffe. know if you're familiar with the... Yeah, exactly. Daniel Radcliffe went on the uh, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and they sort of did a whole oh. reenactment of it. Okay, I think I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Jimmy Fallon's in the back, kind of like Bob Dylan style with like yeah. signs coming That's down, right. you know, but it's all the le- all the letters that he's on, and the roots are, are the backing band. That's and, right, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. But yeah, it also, uh, totally an- another tangent, it reminded me, of another song that I know that we all know mm-hmm. because it's uh, based on, it's written by one of our favorite bands, King Crimson. They did and it's a, another uh, alphabet song. They did a, a version of alphabet aerobics. They did a cover. Well, n- not quite, but I, in, on the album discipline, the very first song is mm-hmm. called elephant talk. Oh, of mm-hmm. course. And each verse, you know, it goes through the alphabet. They don't go all the way to Z. I think they only make it to E mm-hmm. in elephant. Talk. <laughs> it's a bit of a longer song. Yeah, but uh, I think we should play some of that too. What do you no say? No doubt. Elephant All talk. Right, let's do Crimson. So even even in a segment about hip hop, I'll get into King Crimson. It's all related. It's all it's all say. one dense tapestry. Yes, exactly. And you know, listen, I don't have too much more to say on that besides rest in peace, gift of gab, and um, yeah. and also to the other um, hip hop artists that we've actually lo- there's been quite a lot lately. When you look back, of guys around fifty years old, mm-hmm. DMX, MF Doom, Shock G. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I'm even forgetting a couple others, but um, you yeah, know, it's been a, it's been a, uh, it's, been a tough year. Uh, exactly. So, but that's basically all I've got. Go listen to some hip hop this week, you know, and celebrate it on the Fourth of July weekend or whatever you got going on. Yes, it's be that's a big right. One. Wrap it up, kids. 
Wrap add, it up. Add some black delicious to that playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Very cool. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I completely different tangent. Um, okay. I actually had the chance. I, I thought that if things had gone differently last week, I thought that I was going to be playing at my at my friend uh, Keith Grasso's uh, birthday party. He, he had a 40, 40th birthday party, oh, and he invited nice. me to to come and play some songs for the crowd. And so I was putting together this playlist, and I was like, well, you know, now that my daughter's been born, I should probably write a song, you know, about my daughter. Okay. I tried to write one about Ben, and it just it just never came together. I wasn't able to, to put the thoughts together. Mm-hmm. He's, only, he's only three. He's yeah, only yeah, three. Yeah, That's he, true. He, That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought, well, let's give it another shot with Ava. And man, I, writing a song about your kid is a tough thing to do. You know, it, <laughs> if, yeah. if you if you want to do it well, I would say that. Like if you care about like not sounding cheesy and corny, it's mm. it's a very difficult skill to to I think to it depends do. a lot on like where you find your creativity. Like there's different people that have different emotions that they tap for creativity. Yeah, that's true. And 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 if it's not like overwhelming joy that makes you want to create music, then it's tough to kind of map over to to that you know you know what i'm saying does that make sense are you trying to say that i i like when I, my like, creative flow comes from negative places well for me honestly <laughs> when i'm like really down is when i want to when i feel the need to create that's that's uh, been my the case with me as well and yeah. and so so i do find it hard in, in circumstances where i'm like overjoyed by yeah. something to like tap right. that into turn that into like a creative outlet um i don't know just yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's a pretty good summation of where my headspace was. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I tried a couple of different things. Nothing worked out. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Time, First of buddy. all, because I, I can't. If if I say if I put anything on a piece of paper that like speaks too truthfully about my real feelings about the situation, I just start bawling. I, I make myself cry. So I can't even get through <laughs> singing the dang song. So I decided instead of you know maybe I'll write a song for my kids at some point in the future. But for now, I'll leave it to the professionals. So I, I think to start things off for me in my segment was the song that I was going to play at uh, Keith's uh, birthday party for Ava. And that is one of my favorite Bob Dylan songs that he wrote for his son, Jesse. And specifically, one of the reasons I like this song is because he didn't want it to be too corny. Mm-hmm. So he just tried to make it like a set of like life lessons mm-hmm. or like wishes I think I know this for track. his son. Yeah, yeah this is oh, a pretty yeah. good one. This is pretty famous. This is Forever Young oh, yeah. and it's off of the Planet Waves album. And he actually made two versions of this that are both on the same album. They're the last song on side A and the first song on side B. Really? It's a slow mm-hmm. version and a fast version. Wow. So, okay. I'm going to play the slow version because, yes, you know, that's where you are. Sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> May God bless and keep you always May your wishes all come true May you always do for others And let others do for you May you build a ladder to the stars And climb on every rung And may you stay 
So I, it, I mean, that's to me, yeah. that's doing it right. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty beautiful. That's still, it's uh, darn near penalty. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had those lyrics on like a printed, nice printed thing hanging on the wall as a kid. Um, uh, yeah. Nice, nice. Yep. The, did, the funny uh, thing about that is, like, you know, Rod Stewart has that his hit song "Forever Young." Yes. You know, it's uh, it's like um, forever young. Yeah. Forever That's what's, young. With all the synthesizers and everything, mm-hmm. it was a big hit in the '80s. It and I've always kind of wondered, like, how did he get away with writing a song that's also called "Forever Young"? It's also kind of, I mean, the, the lyrics are very similar. <laughs> so when I was looking all this stuff up, it turns out that Rod Stewart realized that once he had written it, that it kind of sounds very similar to the Bob Dylan song. That's bit, that had been out for 10 years already. So mm-hmm. he actually got in contact with Bob Dylan and asked him and ran it by him and said if he'd be okay with this. And they ended up sharing the royalty payment. So Bob Dylan wow. gets half of all the royalty payments for any time Rod Stewart plays Forever Young. <laughs> so Bob wow. said, not really. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. I know how uh, yeah. we can uh, come to an agreement. Yeah. <laughs> how about you pay me for it? <laughs> <laughs> That'll solve my problem. <laughs> oh man, dude, that was um, that was like the last song that we that I got to play at one of those benefit concert with Roger Waters and Billy Corgan and oh, Tom nice. Morello. Which like, the Dylan like song the, or the the Stuart the Dylan song? song. Nice. Not the Rod Stewart one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not that so, it like, isn't a good song, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. but uh, but so I had to like I got to uh, you know kind of teach that song to all the vets that we were working with, and we were like wow. practicing it, and then we got to play it on stage with all those guys, and it was just nice. like holy smokes. Nice. But anyway, it was um, that's freaking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was GE and and Roger. They're both like huge Dylan guys. Did um, that. Did G know the chords? You you have to run. I run showed by him it again. to him. I'll tell you a funny story though. One there was one uh, song that we did, the Ghost of Tom Jode. Okay, oh, yeah. was with Tom because Tom Morello was there, and yeah, that's yeah. what we did with him. And, and Rage covered that right on Battle of Los Angeles. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so Tom Morello was like singing it, and Roger's up there. He's playing acoustic guitar, and he ca- he would like look over at me every now and then, and I was like, oh, Roger's like checking me out. You know? Yeah. This is ridiculous. Awesome. You know, and then I caught on, I, after a while I realized he's watching my hand to make sure he's on the right Because <laughs> <laughs> it has a weird time thing that mm-hmm. goes to Tom uh, Jode. When one of the members you know? of Pink Floyd's is looking at you for chord references, you're doing something I, I, I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was. <laughs> I was like over rehearsed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's I got a funny started, I, I got started thinking about other songs that major artists have have written about their kids okay and there's there's a whole bunch of good ones man and and i wanted to get you guys thoughts if, if you had any other ones some of the ones that i that immediately popped to mind are you guys familiar with uh the david bowie song kooks i'm not it's off of uh hunky dory okay that's that a pretty a really good cool record it's yeah. an awesome record and the story behind i didn't i honestly didn't know it was written about his son but the story is that, and it, it sounds like a, a very early Neil Young kind of, not a parody, but just kind of, it's in that milieu. Yeah. It turns out that he got the news <clears throat> that his son had been born, like, while he was listening to a Neil Young record. And so, like, oh, unlike oh. me, who sits there and, like, 
agonizes over writing the song. He just dropped what he was doing and wrote the song Kooks. Wow. <laughs> wow. Which is why it kind of sounds like a Neil Young record. Mm-hmm. Wow. But uh, cool. so that's, that's, that's a good one. The Led Zeppelin song, All My Love. Right. Yeah, that was written um, uh, Robert Plant for his son. Really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Incidentally, I didn't know David Bowie had a son. <laughs> yeah. 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 He has many children. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> yeah, okay. so. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. He has, he, has, he has some, though, right, Jay? What's the deal with so. Bowie's yeah. kids? Oh, yeah. He gets around. He was yeah. busy. I knew he was busy. I just didn't know. I never, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, let's see. Mm. There's the uh, John Lennon song, uh, Beautiful Boy. Yes. Darling yes, Boy. of course. Yep. It's a gorgeous one. There's the entire, uh, Sturgill Simpson wrote an entire album called Sailor's Guide to Life. Lordy. About, for his son, wow. which is fantastic. And there is, the opening track on that one is called uh, Welcome to Earth, Pollywog, which is a great one. I played that for, hmm. for my mm-hmm. son. Pollywog, nice. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I, I, I thought of one. Oh, yeah, go. With Arms Wide Open by Creed. Um, <laughs> do we have any others? What was the one you thought of, Greg? <laughs> No. Thank you. Greg. For some reason, I'm just like I'm just picturing like an artist, you know, like singing to. And I just there's Scott Stepp on a mountain, you know, with arms wide open. Is that really yeah. for a kid? For his kid? I think so. Oh, okay, I thought he was just him saying I, I want to be Jesus or something like that. Oh well, that too. But yeah, I'm pretty sure because it's like Welcome to this place. I'll show you everything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. put, pull I a clip in there, right. Jay. I, yeah. <laughs> we don't um, need that. Yeah, yeah, we can just we'll, we'll, we can get, we'll shelve that one. Could, maybe next week. If we could have this entire entire, you should check it out podcast never feature any actual Creed. That would be nah. Too late. We already did it. We, with the baseball. Well, it was episode. a Scott Stapp. It was not. It was a Scott Creed song. Yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. He, <laughs> Nick was careful. I, I could see he was like sidestepping the the earlier Scott Stapp. Yeah, the Tampa. Yeah. Yep. Well. We sore Marlins, still got a sore, is that there's, it is? there's still a chance. There's always a chance. Wait, wait, Jay, was it sore Marlins, sore? Uh, no. Marlins, you will soar, sore Marlins. It's something, right. something it's like, that effect. Because like, alluding like, to a fish soaring makes soaring, sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't even catch that until now. I'm like, wait, <laughs> he's talking about a, a fish flying. He's talking what about a freaking fish in the air. It's like a, like a hitchhiker's guide all of a sudden. Come on, Marlins, you will soar. Okay. Um, I, I asked, I, I reached out to you guys. Uh, Nick, you gave me a bunch of really good ones that I hadn't thought of. And the one that I would like to play, just because um, I don't think we've ever highlighted him on the on the podcast before, but Ben Folds oh, from Ben yeah. Folds 5. Oh, yeah. I love him. Great songwriter. And it's just it's, it's, such a good I, I don't know. I really love his voice, mm-hmm. you know, and just very yeah, simple and, stuff. And, and what an incredible pianist. Yeah, 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 but definitely. he does. Yeah, I lo- yeah, Ben Folds is awesome. So you you forward me. He actually he did the the duo. I guess he has a a, a daughter and a son, and he mm-hmm. wrote a song for both of them. Yep, which is yeah. it's like a mm. cute, yep a cute one about his daughter and like a life's hard, but you're gonna be all right for his son. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I want to play the one for his daughter. This one's called Gracie. This is off. Is this his first solo album? Is Songs this Rock in the Suburbs? His first one was Rock in the Suburbs. I think. Oh, that, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, unless it's off Songs for Silverman. Um, it is off of Songs for Silverman. So that was his second album. His yeah. second solo album. So. Mm-hmm. Beautiful song. I'm going to try not to cry while he sings this one. It's called mm-hmm. Gracie.
can't fool me, I saw you when you came out You got your mama's taste, but you got my mouth have a part of me Nobody else is ever gonna see Gracie girl With your cards to your chest walking on your toes What you got in the box only Gracie knows Stuff. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, not yeah, too. Song. It's not too cheesy. It just rides that no, line. It's nice. Yeah. I, and, the, yeah. and the illusions of like you got your mom's taste, but you got my mouth. It, like it's right. just all that. Yeah, it's it's sweet. It's a sweet song. Nick, did you have any others that you wanted uh, to put out? Well, initially, I was like, oh yeah, well, daughter by Pearl Jam. That would that would. But but then I went and read the lyrics, and it has nothing to do with that at all. Um, <laughs> but I but but Nick, I did post that on Jay's uh, Facebook. <laughs> he did absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like for the because everyone's like, congratulations, congratulations. I'm like, daughter, daughter. Just <laughs> <laughs> br- break up the flow. Appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Just to s- split things up. Yeah, comic relief. Yeah, just to get, just, to, just yeah, exactly. And then I kind of got silly with it, and I was thinking like, what if what if it's a song that was written for somebody else's kid, which would be mm-hmm. Hey Jude, right? Paul wrote no, that yeah. for for Julian. That's right. Yeah, um, cool. that I, I was gonna. I was that was when I I uh, I, I came across. It didn't bring up because of that very same thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it hey, hey, Jules, right? It was like to hey, hey. First, it was Hey Jules, hey like Jules, mm-hmm. Julian. Yep. Hey Jules, but then he decided Jude was better. Yeah, because so um, yep, phonetically. Oh, um, and speaking of that, I when I was looking this up, you know the song uh, Julia off of the Beatles' White Album. Yeah. I always assumed that was like a reference to Julianne. Like I always thought it was like he was just using the, the Julian. Yeah, the name. Julian. Oh, but it's not. It's about his mom. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that's where he got the name for his son. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. It's all okay. connected. There yeah. it is. And then uh, pretty much anything Harry Chapin ever did. <laughs> the Cat's <laughs> Cradle came to mind. But that was kind of that's like right. a dad and son, and the whole thing's so sad, but in a good way. What's the, um, what's the, the Cat Stevens song? Uh, Father you know which and one Son. I'm talking about? Father and Son. Yeah. That's Off of T for Tillerman. Yeah. That's a really Father, good song. Yep. Yep. Is fa- father and son is like Sunday, you know, settle down, then and then. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Cat Stevens, another fantastic. Uh, and then I was. Yeah, that's someone I've been getting into. <clears throat> and then I knew. <laughs> and then this one random Billy Joel song. But then I went and looked it up. This song, Down Easter Alexa, because I knew he had a daughter named Alexa. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's actually. He named his daughter after a boat, and he wrote the song about, about the boat. <laughs> oh. So, what the? does that count? It's kind of like transitive property uh, of writing a song about your kid. Yeah, right, right. So, yeah, I, I'll there. allow it just because that's that's just another good Billy Joel reference for yeah, our podcast. Yeah. And, and then he actually wrote a song for his one of, for some other kid later on with a different wife, which I think was Lullaby. Um, and then actually, I was thinking about uh, we had last year we had uh, uh, Roland on. Um, oh yeah, he was like our first guest, oh, and he yeah. had that song "Old Oak," which was a fantastic <sighs> song. That's right. 
And I remember oh, that's, that was the first time that you like really dove into asking him how how do you do this because I'm wanting to do this so much and that's right. Um, that's a good point, Nick. Yeah, this, we've we've talked about all this before. Good call. Yeah. Good yeah. call. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, there's a ton of them out there. If there's uh, so you know, many. there's there's some that I forgot about. You know, please oh. let us know. You know, send us a circle note. of life from the Lion King soundtrack. <laughs> that's totally. Was... Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm gonna end. I'm gonna album. end with one of my favorites and uh, a guy that we've certainly played plenty of times on the podcast and playing an instrument that we've talked about plenty of times on the podcast. It's right. The Tonto from Mr. Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life. This is for oh. his daughter. This one's called "Isn't She Lovely." Thank, Thank you, guys. Yeah, Appreciate it. You, man. Congratulations Love again. Love you, Ava, if you're listening to this someday in the future. That, that was a little bit of a tribute for you, and I promise I might write a song for you someday. It'll happen. Hmm. <laughs> it'll happen. You'll be in some low point, and it'll bring you, you'll find inspiration there. It'll be, there it'll happen. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Nick Klein. I guess I'm up. Yeah. Guys, we're we have coming reached, to the end. We have reached episode 99, in which we discuss the music of 1999. And I've Oof. got the lucky draw. This is uh, actually Greg. Thank you for the Blackalicious uh, reference. That was a '99 song. Alphabet uh-huh. aerobics was 1999. There you go. Yeah, look at that. How about that. <laughs> it's just like you planned. Um, just like I planned. Yep. I kind of went into this thinking this isn't going to be a ton of stuff here. I, I, I knew there was this one album that I got when I turned 18 in 1999, okay. um, which was uh, Beck's Midnight Vultures. That oh, yeah. Was oh. So fun. Oh, so yeah. much fun. Oh, like, yeah. that really got me through that winter. Um, plus, I was 18, so, you know, freaking <laughs> the world ahead of me. Uh, so, that was, like, the first one that came to mind. And then I went and, you know, did the research. This was a pretty, this is a pretty good year. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, I didn't come around to, like, there's a lot of music that came out this year that has since heavily influenced me that I gotcha. didn't get to for years until the years later. Gotcha. But, um, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited about this one. Um on the charts front, um, <laughs> yes, uh, please. Not a lot. Not a lot of exciting things to report. Uh, there, the following debuts came out. Uh, you'll notice a trend here. Uh, uh-huh. We have Christina Aguilera released. Christina Aguilera, right? My girl. Jennifer Lopez uh, came out with her debut album on the sixth. 
uh, Britney Spears came out with her debut album, Baby One More Time. Free Britney. Free, Free Britney. Britney. Jessica Simpson released her debut album, Sweet Kisses. And Mandy Moore released <sighs> her debut album, So Real. So that was happening. Um, yeah. Backstreet Boys uh, had the best-selling oh album boy. for Millennium. Yes, that's right. Um, An album right? which I wrote my very first album review for, for the did high you? school newspaper. Yes, I did. Okay. And oh, just yeah, completely really. obliterated it. we got to unearth that. i got to find that, man. It's because I, just, oh, I, was, be I was relentlessly brutal to that album. I'm sure you were. <laughs> I wish I could find it. I'm sure you were. And it wow. probably was brilliant at the time, and I would love to read it now. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> yep. That'd be amazing. Um, so here were the best-selling Where albums. Where do I begin? In, uh, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, where do I begin? In my 18 years, I've not encountered such drivel. <laughs> I'm sure it Something contained... that been... Oh, Bird Clock. Hey, Bird Clock. Apparently Bird Clock's a fan. You know where right? to find that? What's that? I was asking if he knew where to find that, a copy of that. It's in his archive somewhere. Got it. Oh, Bird Clock. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll have to check back in an hour. Sure. Um, <laughs> So best-selling albums that year were, yeah, like I mentioned, Backstreet Boys' Millennium, Britney Spears' Baby One More Time, Shania Twain, Come On Over, uh, oh, Sync, Ricky Martin, Christina Aguilera, Santana. Yeah. Uh, this is also the year that uh, Buena Vista Social Club. Okay. okay that movie there we came go. out. That's um, a good one. Oh, yeah. Which was a, uh, which was a very cool movie. Yeah. Um, I think brought a lot of like kind of a lot of Latin influence to the forefront. Um, cool, con cool concept. That's my my boy Ry Cooter. Yeah. Man in the Helm yeah. on that. Yeah. Yep. Brought oh, all those yeah. amazing instrumentalist uh, musicians together. Yep. Uh, a little bit of a, a reference back to an earlier episode of ours. Uh, Moondog passed at 83 in 1999. We talked about Moondog, the uh, avant-garde crazy artist from... Do you guys recall that? No. Apparently not. No worries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but also Curtis Mayfield past oh, that, that oh, year okay. we lost we lost another big one um sublime reverted to its long beach dub all-star band after the death of bradley noel i have that oh, written right. down that's not that was 99 wow that was 99 no they... wait no he didn't die in 99 okay, oh, okay they yeah, came yeah. back out as a band the long beach gotcha, dub all-stars gotcha, gotcha. okay. in 99 um that sounds right but um, confirmed but then then there's the albums that ended up being pretty influential for for myself um before that, though, I did have a, a child-related song oh, uh, from nice. a uh, from an album that I think I'm going to go ahead and play this. It's not going to win any over. It's not going to win anybody over. But to me, this is the, um, the I, this is, in my opinion, the best version of Dream Theater that ever existed. Uh, it was called Liquid Tension Experiment. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> which was uh, it was an instrumental uh, prog band uh, featuring John Petrucci on guitar and Jordan Rudess on, on keys and Mike Portnoy on drums, which is all Dream Theater. But then it right. had Tony Levin on the Chapman right. stick and, and some bass. Yeah. So th this is a song that while they were recording their second album, John Petrucci, uh, his wife had had one of their kids. I actually don't know which one. I tried finding it, but I couldn't find out which one it was. Uh, and so they went ahead and recorded the song and included some sounds that he had recorded of her being nice. born at the very beginning. So this no. is this is called When the Water Breaks. Let's let's kick this That's one. That's right. Yeah. God. I haven't heard this in a long time. Mm-hmm.
Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So I'm fully aware that's not going to bring anybody over to the prog tent. <laughs> but, hey, um, you know what? I that was actually one of I like that better than most of the other prog stuff you showed me in 1999. Because it didn't have Labrie singing about Dragon. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. No vocal. No vocals mm -hmm. is great. Um, you get to really hear like their ideas a mm -hmm. little bit more, like the, the groupings of notes. And that, I mean, th that stuff is super clever, man. And I, I have, I have a seven string right now, you know, the, yeah, uh, the Abbasi guitar. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I've actually been going back and trying some of that liquid tension stuff. Yeah. Uh, that like was always tricky to play on guitars that aren't built for it. And yep, sure. there's a, the opening track on that second liquid tension experiment. It's called acid rain. Yeah. I'm, like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm working. I've, I'm getting it. <laughs> you know, are you? It's, it's tough at that temp. Oh yeah, dude. Now you but just gotta like, find a key player to lock every note in with you, which uh, is the crazy no, yeah. part. Is the fact yes, that they yes. that they are just perfectly in sync, Jordan and and yeah. Petrucci. Uh, it is well, sick. That, oh, it's and that's that's how he got into Dream Theater. That's how um, they were doing that. He as was a like side charting, project. charting, and then they were like Petrucci's solos and stuff. Well, yeah. Then they were, they just had the the keyboard chair in that band had been kind of. A, a rotating, rotating cast mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they were like you know what dude like you just worked so well with us in this side project you should just come on board oh really this you... led to him joining oh yeah. okay okay I didn't so know that. I, I actually i went to a what do you call it a gear demo like uh mm -hmm. in-store appearance of jordan mm -hmm. rudess right around that time and he had just been hired as the oh, new wow. keyboard in Dream Theater. And he even had like the new album. He played like some stuff from the new album. And we were like, oh my God, this <laughs> is going to be awesome. You know, yeah, sneak <laughs> nerd peek. alert. Sneak it, peek. Was, it was really, it was big time nerd alert, but um, very fun at the same time. That Sweet. was also that album was also one that Dad and I definitely enjoyed oh, together. Sure. Like he, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He, anything, hey, Mag anything Magna Carta put out, honestly, it was Dad would right. jump on. That's yep. the label. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you can you can hear the Zappos. Yes, mm -hmm. oh, it's all there. It's all in there. Anyway. Yep. Yep, yep. That's yep. enough. No, you're good. No, no, it's, that's, that's good, man. But anyway, it had to tie into the to the baby being born. So I thought baby I'd, I'd in '99. I love it. Baby in '99. Yeah. Um, hey, absolutely. There's definitely some a lot of uh, cool records th that came out this year, though. Oh I'm my sure gosh, you have yeah. some more lined up. Oh, I've got a ton. I'm starting to. But go ahead, yeah. What are you seeing? Uh, one thing I would like to to point out is that uh, Californication by Red yep. Hot Chili Peppers and... came out. Oh wow! And yes, exactly, California. Yep. By Mr. Bungle. I'm gonna go ahead and cross <laughs> these, these off guys, my list. Yeah, and they're both on the same label, and I think <laughs> from what I heard, I th like Mr. Bungle was ready to go with California, but then. Once the Chili Peppers found out, they were like, "Oh, you're gonna have to like delay that because yeah. we're gonna put ours." <laughs> Which yep, they pulled right. Know, when you have that kind of muscle, yep. it's uh, it's hard. So that and, and much drama ensued, and uh, yes. but you know what? At the same time, Mr. Bungle broke up in 1999, and the Chili Peppers were riding strong. So there hmm. somehow, uh -huh. there you go, there you go. Success. Some other ones that weren't as important to me, but came out this year that were that were I think important to other people. I think Mirrorball by Sarah McLachlan came out this year, which okay. honestly that was, was a, big a pretty big album for her, and yeah. I think uh, definitely influenced a lot of people. Um, an album I very much disliked, but but can't argue with its with the hits that it produced was uh, Santana Supernatural. Um, yes, of course. Oh, that was a big moment. It was a big. It was a big album. It really was. I was delivering um, pizzas at uh, for Domino's Pizza. Uh, in the summer of 99 and uh, just remember like listening to the radio every single station played freaking that song like Rob Thomas from day, Matchbox 20 oh my long. gosh it was so too much 
too much. Yeah. It's a hot one. <laughs> we had uh, we had some of our earlier 1990s bands release less than amazing albums. Uh, Stone Double Pilots had number four. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Which was which? Yeah, I think that had yeah. was that Tiny City or something. Tiny City was number three. Number okay. Um, or, or songs songs from the Tiny Vatican music from Tiny the music Tiny songs music from the Vatican. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rage had Battle of Los Angeles, in which I formed a theory that Zach De La Rocha, having found success, wasn't able to muster the anger that he had for the previous two albums. And I remember so you expounding to Mike on that theory as, as, as song lyrics. Um, <laughs> I do like that album. I, I, I do up. too. I do too. It's yeah. catchy as hell. Yeah. Um, but you could tell Zach was kind of struggling to be yeah. angry about things. Um, his life was good. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that I really loved was Antipop. I really, I really liked that Primus album. The oh, yeah. that was, uh, that was. I got a lot of enjoyment out of that. Nine Inch Nails had the Fragile. This oh, is, uh, that's when, a great album. Yeah, it is. Sigur Ross. I don't know how to pronounce this album name, and I didn't want to subject us all to a snooze fest <laughs> by playing anything from it. But a Guidus Byram Byram Byram. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Came out this year. Um, yeah, right. Which. That's for the one. nap rides alone, thank yes. you, Sigur Ross. Um, yeah. But also, yeah. I do love that album. At the drive-in, had oh, okay. uh, oh. had very. I think that was their final album. Uh, really? Wait, which one? Did, very, at the drive-in, which one? Very. Very. Hmm. I think I thought Relationship of Command was their last one. You're and right. That came out in. Via. It was yeah. Via. You know what? Autocorrected to Via. It's Via. Autocorrected to Very. It's Via. Sorry. Via. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're good. But um, but a big but a big album for them. Yes. Uh, Influential right, was right. yeah. I think we'd be remiss to not to mention, even though it's. It's obviously not the genre that we want to highlight all the please. time, but uh, but Lincoln Lincoln Park's debut came out. This yeah, year. they did, and that was kind of you know. So did Slipknot. Which sort of yeah. And hey, Sli- yeah, that's a great one. The Slipknot one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that record still slaps, but uh, I got to give it uh, the Lincoln Park one. I I realize how. It was kind of like the beginning of the end. You know, I almost think of like hybrid theory as like the death rattle of the music industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but I don't know. I, I, I did think that I always thought that dude Chester was really badass. Yeah. Really? You know? Okay. And uh, yeah. I definitely never his, gave it any, any chance. I never gave it a single I didn't chance. Like, I, you know, it's like they had two singers. Mm-hmm. And so they had him and then the rapper. And the rapper mm-hmm. kind of always made it like just brought it down for yep. me. But yep. there's some cool stuff. Like if you were to... If that record hadn't had the massive mainstream success, and then you found it now and mm-hmm. listened to it, I think you'd be like, "Whoa, this that's an, that's an interesting you know, way to look at it." You might be right about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it kind of holds up ears. in its own way. Yeah, th- some of them, some of those hooks are so catchy, dude. Like, like, it's like <laughs> pop metal, mm-hmm. you know, um, pop rap metal pop or whatever, rap rock metal. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was like the rap metal that the girls liked mm-hmm. all of a sudden, and True. I think that's what made it. That's what put it over the edge. Sure, and, you know, <laughs> it was palatable um, to the to the girlfriend. Yep. Yeah, and it wasn't political, and you know, he's and the two. As it turned out, he wasn't a phony, like just saying this stuff just to say it to sell records. Like he was real. He was. He had a yeah. strange turmoil inside him, you know, mm-hmm. like a deep, deep turmoil sure. because, you know, sure. he's not with us anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I, I also, I just legitimately think the tone of his voice is so like unique and it's, it's like the band Filter. Mm-hmm. Like the, I think they, they, the guy in that band sort of sounded like, like this. It's a okay. certain timbre. 
yeah it's yeah. a certain timbre yeah, very that, reedy um, raspy kind of yeah yeah cool uh, all right any, in well, any you're case kind of making yeah. me want to respect kind of want to make me give them give them a, give them a chance I'll, I'll, I appreciate I'll, give you, I'll, I'll tell you a t- i'll tell you a tune to 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 listen to off the air all right you check that out let, let us know which one we should listen to and then, yeah. yeah uh two other important debuts i think the white stripes uh jack oh, white's wow. first album 99 yeah. which he's been he's been a pretty he's, you know he's done some things He's done quite a few things, yeah. And John Mayer. John Mayer's first album came out in 99. Room yeah. for Squares. All yep. right. Inside Once Out. Inside about, Once uh, Out. That was the John Mayer album? Oh, that was that was his debut. I, th- I mm-hmm. always assumed it was Room for Squares. Okay, cool. I, well, Inside I've been out. wrong about other things, so it's, you want to talk about that, that's absolutely <laughs> it was fine. It's called Moondog. You know what? I think, it might, I think what you're thinking about, Nick, is uh, it could have been like an EP or something. I'm not... Uh, uh, but... Definitely, room for squares was I think maybe mo- maybe that was his like major label debut or something. You know, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> room for squares. Good, that was two thousand one. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. So he I also had an, yeah, he had an yeah. album called Inside Once. Maybe it didn't do much, and in, in the first one that, that, think... that hit was was yeah. room for squares. Right on. And then uh, another band that Dad kind of enjoyed oddly was Muse. They made their really? debut okay. in uh, oh yeah showbiz. Nice. Uh, so Dude, Muse's Muse was. Whew. Especially the, the the first couple of records, man. Those guys were out of control. Yep, um, a band that was very important is very important to me. Uh, came out with their third album or second album, second or thir- third album, um, which is Dismemberment Plan. <gasps> and I would like to play. Oh. I would like to play a track off of Emergency and I, if we could. Oh, yeah. oh, um, yeah. th- the thing about Dismemberment Plan that I just need to say is the drummer um, had such a creative melodic way approach. To add to to adding a drum beat to a riff, mm-hmm. and the thing I love about about or the, th- the the songs that I love the most from the Dismemberment Plan, they start off with a riff, and then mm-hmm. and then the drums come in, and you're like, how the hell did you get there? How did you yep. get there? It, it really made me rethink a lot of the way I played in just you know using the drums in different ways, and also thinking about how to add to the song, not just support the song. Yeah. Um, so this is this is the city by Dismemberment Plan. I'd, l- I'd love to hear oh, yeah. Out and away with everything that makes me what I am. So I'm not unsympathetic. I see why you left. There's no one to know. There's nothing to do. The city's been dead since you've been gone. (laughs) 
one of my favorite musical moments from one of my favorite bands. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Every time I've seen them live, they just destroy that song. And uh, I miss the dismemberment uh, plan so yeah. bad. I probably have spent cumulative weeks playing to, mm. to this and, and, and their subsequent album, <laughs> yeah. Change, um, just to, to get his sticking and like where he, yeah. how the heck he's pulling off some of this stuff because he's hitting this like offbeat hi hat with. What's up, Greg? Mm. Yeah. I got two two quick uh, stories. One that you remember, like the three of us one time just hanging outside the UMD physics building, mm-hmm. and this guy walked past, and Nick goes, "Hey, dismemberment plan." The guy like turned and was like, "Yeah, what's up?" He's like, "That's yeah. a drummer from dismemberment plan." Yeah. Joseph was like, <laughs> "Yeah, Joseph Easley." Yep. Yeah, he was he was getting a, a physics degree at, at Maryland. He's we getting his doctorate. Yeah, he works for NASA. Yeah. <laughs> <In> aeronautics. Yep. <laughs> so that that's, that's a second crazy, career, man. I guess. That's I don't a know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, you know, when someone's like a really good drummer and somebody who's jealous is like, well, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to do that. Apparently you <laughs> do. <laughs> With, in this case. In this case. <laughs> yes. But, um, um, yeah. and then second story is that one time I caught Dismemberment Plan and they hadn't played the city yet, you know. Mm-hmm. This was a reunion show. Okay. It was like a, a benefit for, I think, Jay Robbins' son or daughter. But anyway, the point is... Uh, it was at the Black Cat, mm-hmm. getting to the end of the night. It's totally packed, and they start the city. Mm-hmm. But the little, like, the little synth isn't working. Yep, the bass is playing. Yep, and so they're like, but the song has begun. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so they're just like sitting there. They keep playing, and now you've got like five guys around the keyboard. They're all like trying to <laughs> fix it. Mm-hmm. And I, it must have been like a, it was a, over five minutes or something. And then finally, somebody figured out what was wrong, and then they played it. Boom. <laughs> and it was just and like the crowd just like, oh, opened. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it was, like it was really. At that point. And it was, it's like a drop, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. we felt it, yep. you know, in our bodies. Yeah. It was it was a yeah, it was a cool moment. I would I I saw them so many times. Anytime they were, I went by myself like four times to see when they would be in little. Cl- nice. So yeah, I know I I, I yeah, yeah that's know. one of the rare bands. No, but it's one of the rare bands that I would actually like. Didn't matter. I would just like I've got to take off work because I got to go. Oh yeah. So they're gonna be in town. So um, oh, love those guys so, so much. Yeah. So, such a big yeah. influence on, on on me. Um, let me see here. What else do we have? Another one actually, uh, that Kreshmir, our fr- friend of the show, Kreshmir. Turned me on to the first. It was the first Flaming Lips album that I really, really loved. Yeah, um, Soft Bulletin came out yeah. this year, which is an, another one that uh, what a what a what a divergent divergence in their sound it, in my in my years at least. But um, can we hear the opening track from Soft Bulletin? Race for the prize. Yeah.
Love it. Yeah, they love it. It's a great such album. A, such a cool album. And the drummer in that actually did a lot of the, I think, the, um, the orchestration, and, and they kind of let him run with it, which is really cool. That guy's, uh, oh, what's his name? The Dunno. Flaming Lips, Flaming Lips guy. The, no, the main guy. Wayne Cran- Wayne oh, Coin. Co- Coin. Wayne Coin. Yes. Coin. Wayne Coin. Yeah, he, he's he does such a good job of like bringing people in and like giving them space and stuff. He just he's a, mm-hmm. he's a cool band leader. Um, nice. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think in summation, like '99, I, w- I wasn't ready for the music that came out this year, but I sure have come to appreciate it in the yeah. years since. Um, nice. And yeah, so really really cool year, really cool year for music. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, that, geez, we came to the end of the 90s. I know. What are we going to do? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We have no idea. Maybe we should keep going, going into the yachts. Let's let's talk about that more offline. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. 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 Well, for now, all that we know is that next week we're going to be back with episode 100. It's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. Come on. It's going to be really special, so make sure you, you tune in for that. Please do. If you guys got any uh, memories or thoughts, um, any clips that you guys want to share, you know, send them our way. We'll try to get them included. You know, yeah. I get, uh, well, yeah. I got to be 100, go. and then we're going to go on to 101. And yeah, man. Just, just keep, keep rolling. rolling. <laughs> the, t- the ticker's just going to keep going up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. All right, man. I got to go change a diaper. I don't know about you guys. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And then uh, I got to yeah, my baby's full too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, no, I just pooped my pants. So that's, right. Yep, that's right, perfect right, time. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right, boys. We'll, we'll um, see you back here next week. How about it? Yep. Sounds good. Sounds 100. Good. All right, peace. Have a good one. <laughs>